0: Hallelujah. Fresh (laughs) aisle. Welcome, Penny, to the broadcast. Hello. (laughs) She used to be on every day. But, you know, it's a get-to, not a have-to. There's no force control. This isn't religion. This isn't performance. This is about the growth of our spirit life, called the olive tree. You're born again of the olive tree. Jesus Christ, the tree of life in the garden, called the earth. This is not about works. This is about faith. This is about fresh grace. Every day, fresh mercies, new every morning. (laughs) And his love is always for you. He's against your enemies. And a lot of us, we don't realize we've let so many enemies into the gates of our minds. And he's angry at those enemies, but he's in love with you. And he's able to Separate soul from spirit bones from marrow Hebrews 4.12 the word of God the sword of the spirit that circumcises hearts and circumcises minds so you can be free indeed he who the sun sets free is free indeed by what? the sword of the spirit you gotta understand that he's angry at your enemies that are killing, stealing and destroying from your souls and a lot of times in ignorance we just let those enemies in because they have the appearance and knowledge of good And then the sword of spirit comes around and starts cutting out the good stuff in your life that you thought was good that was actually Satan. And that's why they get angry at God the Father every day. And all he does is love you perfectly and you don't understand because you're deceived and bewitched, full of Satan, the accuser and the religious demon. And he's in love with you and he'll do anything to save you and heal you and deliver you. And he's going to do it no matter what. And a lot of people oppose that because they don't understand it. But the Father is a perfect Father, and He'll father you through the times of discipleship that you need when you don't think you need it. When you're good in your own eyes. There is no goodness in our eyes except the seven eyes of the Holy Spirit. And that's only through one weaned of the Holy Spirit. Oftentimes, people come to the Father and encounter His glory before they're weaned. That's what the bar mitzvah and the bat mitzvah symbolizes in Judaism. At age 12, when you're weaned and you're presented to the Father. it's exactly right. And the mother hen in the scriptures is called the Holy Spirit, who weans the child, the Christian child, the immature Christian, to be a mature Christian. From technon, weaned of the Holy Spirit, they become hyuyos, mature governmental rulers that God can rest his dove upon your shoulders. Is that just for me? Is that just for the apostles? It's for everyone on top of the mountain. It's everyone in heavenly Jerusalem. It's every overcomer of the end times. It's everyone who grows their spirit into his full spiritual stature. This isn't an an elitist club. This is Christianity. This is the kingdom of heaven. This is the truth. It's a city. The truth is a city. Heavenly Jerusalem is the truth. It's a real city. It's not a fake fantasy religious idea. It's not a theology. It's not a doctrine. It's real. And you are spirits of that city. The problem is we're bewitched and we identify with our flesh and not our spirits. We give all the authority and power and dominion and might of our lives to the devil and his enemies. And when we do that, when we think it's about this natural dimension of externalism of do's and don'ts Colossians chapter 2 it's a whole chapter about externalism of do's and don'ts in the natural dimension and it's utterly worthless read Colossians 2 in the Amplified Classic out loud and let the razor blades of the word of God the sword of the spirit circumcise your whole brain and heal your whole brain in the name of Jesus Christ so that the brain doesn't fight the spirit but submits and is submissive to the Holy Spirit your God and maker, called the anointing, also known as grace. The grace of the Lord Jesus is the anointing of the Lord Jesus. Grace is not a doctrine or a theology. It is the experience of the fresh oil of the olive tree. The olive tree is Israel. It's true. I thought Israel was a nation in the Middle East. You thought wrong. According to Galatians 6, the Christian race of the Spirit is the Israel of God. That's what the Bible teaches in the Apostle Paul's epistles. And he was a Pharisee, he was a Jew, then he realized his Judaism was a lie when he was murdering Christians. That he was not actually Jewish until he got born of Jesus Christ, the King of Israel, the King of the Jews. You know, Enri, that's what was nailed above his head. It wasn't a mockery. It was a factual statement of Pontius Pilate that acknowledged he was the King of the Jews. People. Unbelievable. They think they were mocking him? It wasn't a mockery. Pontius Pilate believed. His wife came to him and said, I had a dream about this righteous man. He was like, oh my God. All right. It wasn't mocking him. The only ones that mocked him, Roman soldiers, the the thief that went to hell, one of the thieves got born again on the cross. Unbelievable. I'll see you in paradise. See you in five minutes. This thing is over with soon. Don't even worry about it. It's over with. He was only on there for a second, just a flash, a vapor of time, and it was off. You know? He felt pain for a minute, but then all the pain was gone, and the Holy Ghost healed him to the uttermost and raised him from the dead. And you, like him, also have been raised from the dead in his flesh and blood. That's what he died for. He didn't die so he could plead the blood and keep on sinning. That's for sure, trampling his blood underfoot every day. He died so that we would acknowledge his death is our death and believe and be engrafted into his life called the olive tree of Israel so that his life becomes our life, the Zoe life. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is Yahweh. Jesus Christ of Nazareth in the Old Testament is called the angel of the Lord. He met with Abraham. He turned Abraham into the first Jew. I think he knows what he's doing, don't, don't you think? But it's like we don't even believe him because we're like religious and stuff. You know, we can really trust this angel-like man. And he is very angel-like. He appeared to the Apostle Paul, Saul Tarsus, in the book of Acts, and it's like he's a hovering fireball. I mean, do you read that in the book of Acts, the things that Jesus Christ did? I mean, what kind of Jesus are you serving? You got a flying fireball meeting with him, speaking to him, blinding him. What kind of man in the flesh, because you know he's in the flesh, his flesh is transfigured. What kind of man is that? That's our king. That's the rider of the white horse, the leader of Joel's army, the leader of Joel's bar, Drunken Glory Broadcast, the one I follow, my chief shepherd. (laughs) People are going to say, how did you get that anointing of the bright morning star? I mean, it's like reigning glory through all flesh everywhere you go. I mean, the all creation rejoices under your divine covering. Because I've been pastored by Jesus. Jesus is my pastor, the chief shepherd of Zion. When you're shepherded by the chief shepherd, my God, you're going to be exactly like him in every way. And there's some bad sheep that are like, eh, I'm not getting shepherded by that guy, that hovering fireball guy. I'm going to go to some flesh carnal religious guy because that's way too weird. I don't want to be like the cherubim. I don't want to be like the seraphim. I don't want to be heavenly. I want to stay earthly. And you know what? God will let you stay earthly, but the thing is, he'll draw you to jealousy. This is a season where people are getting like, whoa, that's available in normal Christianity? That's what Paul walked in? That's what Barnabas walked in? That's what Stephen, the man who was martyred with the glowing face, stood up and saw God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ with his eyeballs, with his physical eyeballs because his spiritual eyeballs had taken over his physical eyeballs because he was a spirit and he realized it and spoke by wisdom the things and the mysteries of God to the Sanhedrin and they wept and gnashed their teeth because they had rejected the living God and we're actually subservient and submissive to Satan instead of Jesus? That's a shocking horror, you know, for those men. And that shock and that horror to those men who have lived their lives to be good men in the flesh, according to the flesh, in the ministry of condemnation, the law of Moses. When you realize you are, in fact, the absolute enemies of the one you're trying to serve, You're going to murder the guy telling you that, and that's why they persecute us. I tell you the truth, even our enemies will make peace with us because this anointing of the bright morning star is so strong. What are you going to do against the seven spirits of God that created the earth with a whisper? The earth you walk in and drive on and everything you do on, was made by Jesus Christ. All technology advancements (laughs) come out of heaven. If Satan had his way, you'd be in the dark ages with an average life expectancy of 32 right now. That's Satan. And we want to say, oh, the technology and the Facebook and the Twitter and all this stuff is Satan. It's not Satan, it's Jesus. Satan would have you in a Latin mass not understanding one thing the Catholic priest is saying Mm -hmm. to you today. And they'd be burning you alive at the stake as witches if you spoke in tongues, which happened by the thousands, by the way. And we're still submissive. Oh, what a good pope we have, yeah. It's a Jesuit warlock. You're completely deceived about everything in the world. And I love you, but the truth will set you free. And it's not a conspiracy. It's reality. And that's when people realize that, and the anointing begins to break off the scales from their witchcraft-filled eyeballs of religion and they're like coming into Zion and coming out of the matrix listening to Morpheus at Joel's bar every day and they realize it's all true I'm not exaggerating I'm not lying to you I'm not like a fringe minister I'm a normal citizen of heavenly Jerusalem you're just literally that deceived you're gonna have a hard time with it and a lot of people go right back into the matrix being like that is too much that is too weird Look at that, see the anointing to the... It always does that at those breaking points. Bam, and it comes back. Penny's not, you know, new to experiencing this measure of anointing. You're getting your mind blown a little bit lately, haven't you? Yeah, that <laughs> would say a little bit. A lot. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> a lot, like, okay, so Ben doing this with him for quite some time. Like, Ten years. Ben, been drunk, but experienced the drunkenness quite some time. And I can honestly say that I've been experiencing some things like glory experience. It's it's like a drunk that I've never experienced before, and it's just like blowing my mind. In, and, and it's more in the sense that it feels different rather. And I've just never felt it this way before. Rather than it's, it's more than I can handle. I, It's a realization that he loves me. A lot of the baby Christians are so beat up by the ministry of condemnation that they think God might be angry at them because of their sinful past, but they don't understand that's all Satan the accuser using the law of Moses to beat you up every day. There are millions of Christians in captivity of the law of condemnation, the ministry of condemnation is what the Apostle Paul called it, that are captive in the spiritual realm in their minds called Egypt. Egypt is a spiritual city of all religious activity of the goat head of Satan. It's a spirit... I mean, there are billions, billions of people in Egypt. It's the realest place, but it's not as real as Zion. I live in Zion, and it's such a different country, a different nation. You know, I live in spiritual Israel and spiritual Zion and spiritual Jerusalem of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, and we're at war (laughs) since the fall of Adam... Since Adam and Eve gave all of the world over to Satan and his angels, we're at war against Egypt, which is white magic, and Sodom, which is black magic, and every single deceived mind that's captive in those spiritual cities. And Zion, they always turn everyone against heavenly Jerusalem. They, tell, they will tell you any lie to possibly lead you astray. The demons, the devils, and the sorcerers, and the controlling systems of those worlds that have about 7.2 or 4 billion people captive. There's a remnant. No, I mean, not everyone's in Egypt and Sodom, but almost everyone is in the whole entire world. And that's a scary, scary situation to fully realize. And I fully realized that for many years. I realized that 19 years ago when I was born again because I had been in the maximum system of that kind of evil. So I knew there was nothing true about anything in the entire universe that I had been told my first 18 years of life. That's why scales fell off my eyes at conversion, because I was completely done with that world system of Satan and his angels at conception, the day I was born again. I was born in Zion. And I grew in Zion to the place where I can communicate to you those things those truths and those revelations to help everyone in the world through broadcasting come out of Egypt and Sodom. And that's why we do this. Because it's true. What we're telling you is the truth that will set you free to rise spiritually and then transfigure you mentally into Zion. It's a spiritual place. And you are spiritual people whether you're in Egypt and Sodom. It's just the spirituality of of Satan and his angels. Those angels are (laughs) spiritual angels. They're called elemental spiritual forces of wickedness, principalities, powers, thrones, and dominions that have people encapsulated and imprisoned and Satan stars that fell from heaven that had the appearance of good, or a lot of people, because it's cool to be evil in high school, the, the appearance of evil. You know, like the Jay-Z and the, the different gangster stuff and all the stuff they do on MTV, you know, promoting sexual immorality from the age of 8 on Nickelodeon and all this stuff on MTV, trying to get them to be sexually sexually promiscuous at age 12 on MTV and through Snapchat and all this stuff. That's Sodom. That's the works of rebellion, of sexual morality, drugs and alcohol, and all rebellion. They want the fallen angels are desperate to suck the life out of you, steal your innocence, and encapsulate you and control you in those spiritual cities from the moment you're born in this earth. But this is the generation that dissolves both Sodom and Egypt, all the tree of the knowledge of good, Egypt, white magic, and evil, black magic, in the whole universe. And Satan knows that. (laughs) That's why there was demons growling at me in my crib when I was born. My mom told me that just a couple years ago. At first she told me they were growling from me. And then she realized, no, they were growling at you. It's like, oh, thanks a lot. It's a big difference, <laughs> a big mom. Difference. <laughs> Jeez. Trying to make me sound like a demon-possessed kid from birth, and I wasn't. I just got so continuously attacked from the day I was born in this earth that by the age of 12, I'd completely let him into my life. I actually asked Satan into my heart when I was 12. I had a a black bar mitzvah, and I got so demon-possessed that I didn't even have control of my body by the age of 18. I'd go days on end of no consciousness, sometimes waking up with blood all over me. I have no idea what happened. Maybe I killed someone. I never got in trouble for it. (laughs) Holy Spirit. But they locked me up and threw me in a cage at age 18. Minnesota Teen Challenge court ordered for drugs and violence and it just got me born again and the scales fell off my eyes and now we are at war against every lion demon in your hearts and minds to bring you into heavenly Jerusalem this is the resurrection of the dead with the anointing of the bright morning star what is the maximum anointing (laughs) that you can walk in well that's what we need in Babylon the Great I mean it's great confusion that's what Babylon the Great means great and potent confusion and witchcraft and sorcery coming out of the matrix and people are like coming out of the tubs of goo like neo in the matrix and it's like oh my and it's literally even more extreme than that movie and it's like it can't be that different i mean really i have been imprisoned of fallen angels in church systems of gog and magog imprisoned in my spirit imprisoned in my mind imprisoned in every aspect of my life in diabolical fallen angel constructed Freemason cities of sorcerers and fallen angels? Oh yeah. The Canaanites built up civilization. You better believe it. That is no exaggeration. Canaanites. Sorcerers. Lovers of self and lovers of money. They're the ones that built up every city and every nation in the world today. But guess what? You are the chosen race that inherits it all. The promised land is the new earth of everything here except the curse. You will have and inherit everything, all the lands, as far as you can see on Google Maps and Google Earth. Everything in the entire world will be inherited by God's holy people, the anointed ones, the Christian race, the ones who have received the anointing of the Holy Spirit without measure into their lives, the temples of the Holy Spirit, your bodies. You'll inherit everything. Everything that everyone has done under the curse, they'll be washed, they'll be forgiven, and it won't be like this mean battle thing with the sword beating them up and shooting them in war. It'll be the anointing so strong, hey, here's the stuff, because I just want this anointing because that is more valuable than all the riches of the earth. People say that, but when they encounter that and experience it, they're the most cheerful givers you ever see. They, Oh my God, your cause is the only cause that matters in the entire world called the white throne and the Lamb of God that sits on it, the kingdom of heaven, taking all the nations in love, which is new wine, and in favor, which is the new oil, the fresh oil, the golden oil, the anointing oil, of the olive tree of life. It is not a theology or a doctrine. That's something you're going to have to understand. Everything the Holy Spirit and His angels give you is grown. It takes time. People want instant gratification. They want to be a 33 degree olive tree. You want to be a 33 year old Jesus Christ overnight? You're born of a seed. Enjoy the days of small beginnings. Just don't go getting into religion, because you'll get frustrated and then you go into rebellion, and you get into sexual morality, drugs, and alcohol. We've seen it a million times. That's the worst thing you can do is go back into the tree of the knowledge of good and evil after you've come into the tree of life and tasted the glory and the power of the age to come. You want to stay in the tree of life and enjoy growing in the olive tree. The olive tree is the tree of life. It's Jesus Christ Himself the living, breathing Lord Jesus, and it completely fills your whole heart. And the tree, the roots of that tree, consume your heart and heal your DNA. They heal your nations. And the leaves of that tree are for the healing of the DNA, the healing of the nations, the healing of the bloodlines. All bloodlines of the flesh and the blood of all of the earth are healed by the tree of life. And that's what we're doing this season with the bright morning star anointing, which is a 33-degree olive tree of Jesus Christ. Full spiritual stature is at hand. We love you guys. Pray about becoming promised land partners with Red Red, Red Letter Ministries. We're doing a tremendous work here. We could use some financial support. We'd like to move and upgrade our facility. About 0.01% of our viewers support us. And I know the Holy Spirit would have you support us if you're watching this today. Because this is a mighty Son of God white throne work. And no one else in the world is doing anything like this. We're forerunning the entire sonship movement in the entire planet. And many ministries learn from us and then they don't support us. And they just take up all kinds of offerings from the revelation we give out for free because we don't charge money for everything. For anything we do here, we give it all away for free. But we do receive cheerful giving and we need your financial support to grow this ministry. Partner with us, redletterman.com, and be blessed. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.